Hi, I'm Steve Lacey from the RCH Education Hub. Welcome to the Education Hub Showcase Day. As the Education Hub, we foster a culture of learning at the Melbourne Children's Campus and believe quality education and professional development are essential for all staff. This translates to better patient care and service delivery. So let's go meet some of our Education Hub staff and talk to some of the people who are dropping by our showcase today for a visit. All right, so we're gonna start at the very top and that is our director of the Education Hub. Amy Gray, uh, can you tell us about the Education Hub, what it stands for, what it is? Yes, Steve. Um, thank you for the, the warning on these questions. As your boss, you know, I might have to have some words with you afterwards. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so the Education Hub was formed about four years ago to be really a collaborative <laughs> entity on the Children's Hospital campus. Um, we have staff that work both with the University of Melbourne and the, children's, um, the Royal Children's Hospital. But our aim is really to um, provide education consultancy for the campus, to bring together our educators and to be innovative in the education that we deliver and make sure it has an impact. Fantastic. And can you tell us a little bit about today's showcase? We know that there are a lot of people out there with really good education ideas or education problems they want to solve, but they're not always sure where they want to go and what people can do for them. So I guess through the showcase, we're hoping to show people you know, what's available through our team, the kinds of projects we've done before, and the, the possible things they could think about for the future, like the virtual reality um, station that we have going. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks very much. Here we have Benny Collins. Benny, uh, what's your role and what are you showcasing today? I am the medical education officer. Um, so we're showcasing med ed. We've got some of our skill stations. We've got bedside teaching and the app that we use to communicate with medical staff. Fantastic. Thank you, Benny. Claire, can you tell us what your role is within the Education Hub? Yeah, so I am part of the Education Hub Outreach Program. So I'm a clinical nurse educator and I work in the program with my colleague Tanya, who also nurse educators and allied health educators. Yep, and what are you going to be showcasing today? So today we've got on display a bit of a, I guess, a range of the education um, that we offer. So our role is primarily to coordinate uh, customised education for regional hospitals um, that obviously need to care for a lot of paediatric patients but may not have all the resources and expertise to have their own education programs. Yeah. So we've got some example skill stations set up, which is a lot of what we do, kind of foundational paediatric skills like nasogastric insertion or medication administration or airway management. Um, but we also run a lot of virtual education as well. So we've got some displays on that where we try and link experts from the hospital to present on really specialised topics that people can kind of tap into. So last year we ran a study day on supporting children with procedures, so about procedural pain um, minimisation. Lee Chin, uh, what's your role and what are you showcasing today? Well, I am the Education Fellow at the Education Hub. So today I'm floating around a few different stations. I'm going to mention Escape Room. I think it's the highlight of today's showcase. Absolutely. Everyone is trying to see if they can escape from the five-minute escape room. Yep, and win themselves a coffee voucher. I wish I can do that. I'm <laughs> not sure if I can escape. I haven't tried it myself, but keen to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Thanks, Lee Chin. No worries. Good. Was there anything about the Education Hub today that you've learned that you didn't know before? Um, yeah, I signed up for the Paediatric Academy, which is pretty cool. Oh, fantastic. Phoebe, can you just tell us a bit about the Academy? Okay, so we're really excited. The Academy is the first time that something's been created which is campus-wide. So by that, it means it's a one-stop shop for people to be able to communicate, to engage, to share resources, to educate for across the whole campus. So that's MCRI, RCH, Department of Peds. It's quite nice because we're so used to being quite siloed in our ways to be able to connect together. 
So now we've got like a, an online platform and we run face-to-face -face events and online events um, and it's a, it's a place to share. And for those who are not here in the showcase today, how do they get a hold of the Pediatric Academy? Very good question. So to get it, you can actually just go to Google and type in Pediatric Academy and it will pop up and it's Department of Pediatrics, Pediatric Academy. And then you'll actually have to create an account. And then you will then get another email back to say, activate your account and you are on. Perfect. Cool. Thank you. That's all right, it. thanks guys. That's all we need. We've got two podcast shows through the Education Hub. Do you know what they are? Yes, Conversations with the Experts. Yep. I've been on that, that's how I know about that one. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> um, and I've listened to the other one, but I can't remember yeah, what it's called. Yeah, the other one's called Teach, Think, Treat, which yes. is aimed more at clinical education, clinical placement and job applications, things like that. Can you think of any topics that you might like to see us provide for you in the future on these podcasts, on either of these shows? My preference would be for how we can best work collaboratively, so understanding other professions, other disciplines, um, and how to work collaboratively to achieve best practice and yeah. best patient care. That one's probably um, how we can communicate with um, either vulnerable families or people with second English as second language, um, because I think that's often a barrier as well. Like, you know, texting doesn't always work or phone doesn't always work. What are some other ways that we can communicate with people yeah. that we can't access? Yeah, that's a really good idea, yeah. Yeah, we find them really useful. Um, we use them a lot in social work and everything allied health, particularly your podcast. Um, I think it's where you're having, and it seems to be that this is consistent and it's great where there's interdisciplinary or multidisciplinary conversations. So it's not just really specific to one discipline, but it's how we all work together and the different perspectives on particular topics and issues because we don't work in isolation. So why would we learn all the time in isolation. Um, so yeah, that's really fantastic. So Judith, you did our escape room very recently. Uh, can you tell us about it, about your experience? Yeah, I thought it was really good. It was a good challenge. Um, good to get in with the team, understand, yeah, how everyone sort of works together. Yep. It's good to apply all of our knowledge together and collaborate and solve those puzzles. Yep. We didn't quite make it through. It was a Good, good challenge, yeah. you've done very well. I really enjoyed the escape room because I've never done one before and it was pretty fun to find, yeah. the, find the items. Uh, I guess the escape room was very entertaining Yeah. because um, we managed to get out. Oh, you got it? <laughs> yes. Yep. Well, good job, well done. Yeah. Um, I think it's just really interesting to see kind of a diverse array of what the hub does. It's very impressive. So obviously the interactive Exhibits are great, like the escape room or the VR, but it's just also great to see everything that's going on. How do you think education plays a role in delivering great care for our patients? I think it's essential. We need to be um, constantly learning and improving with what we do um, so that we can get better and provide the best quality care. Uh, we're actually biased because we are educators and we do a lot of work with um, transition to specialty. So we know that the outcome of good education means really good foundations and good family-centered care for our patients. So, and we see it on a level of quality and um, like the type of connections and rapport that's developed. So we are very big advocates of education. Yeah, particularly in my role, education to... Um, other clinicians and people that we work with is really key to what I do to provide good care to the children in, in the context of procedural pain management. Oh, it's completely 100% core to everything we do. You know, education's absolutely vital all the way through every aspect of care that we provide, 
from when you're a new graduate to when you're a consultant or someone who's really experienced. There's no question that we constantly need to be learning and how we learn is really the challenge and the question I think that, that you know, we're trying to address here, aren't we? So yeah, keep it really interesting and inspiring and you know, there's so much going on. So yeah. Events like today are great to actually have a better understanding of what's going on and what's on offer. I already can tell I want my team to come and do an escape room as part of our education, um, aside from everything else. So I think it's having an understanding of what's possible and then knowing that you can access that is fantastic. So, yeah. We're here with Sean Foroshimi and Emma King, who were part of the Education Hub. Uh, can you tell us what your role is within the Education Hub? Yes, sure. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm an education technologist. So the idea is to utilize technology for education. It could be in a form of making, uh, you know, uh, interactive content, which again uh, would be usually consumed through uh, digital platforms like, you know, like uh, websites and uh, uh, LMS. More interactive things like a 360 virtual reality content, which we've also been working at. Yeah, and this is what you're showcasing today, the VR? That's right, yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay, and uh, Emma, what about you? What's your role? Hi, Steve. I'm an education fellow, and what I do is help to develop new programs for clinicians within and outside the children's hospital, such as the Maternal Child Health Nurse Program. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and that sounds like it's something that's booming at the moment, too. Yeah, we've got about 750 enrolled that's in the amazing. program. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And what are you showcasing today? So we're showcasing all the projects that the fellows have done over the last how many years? Um, and I think we have about three fellows a year. And the visual side of things is a very, uh, very well-constructed tree. The tree of, can you explain the, the tree? The fellow tree of learning. The fellow tree of learning. <laughs> so what people do is they pluck off a, a leaf and um, look underneath the leaf and look and find out what exactly um, the fellows have been up to. Fantastic. Thank you both. I'm here now with uh, email queen Shrada Balia. Um, Shrada, can you just tell us what your role is within the Education Hub? I am the program coordinator at the Education Hub and my job is to send plenty of emails <laughs> and keep the team in line, in shape. Yep, she does a damn good job of it too. Can you tell us what you're showcasing today? I am showcasing all of you today and all of the Education Hub. I'm here for everyone. Thanks, Shrada. Thank you. Yoli, can you tell us what your role is within the Education Hub? Yeah, sure. So I've been um, one of the Education Fellows for the last two years, working on a few different projects. Um, so when I started, we rolled out um, advanced life support or advanced resuscitation for the whole hospital and started engaging in non-critical care areas to upskill them and get them a bit more confident with um, paediatric resuscitation. Um, and then I've rolled out um, hypho-nasal prong therapy across all the wards in the hospital. So trying to upskill staff, take some sicker patients and relieve some of the pressure from some of the critical care areas yeah. um, to be able to take some patients. Now think back to the most memorable thing about education in your lifetime and tell us a little bit about it. It's funny because I was talking with my son about this last night and he said to me, mum, what was the most boring thing for you at school? What was the subject you liked the least? What was the most boring? And I said, I don't think any of the subjects were boring. They could all be interesting, but it was the teaching and the delivery and the educators involved that really were the deciding factor about what I really enjoyed and what I didn't. And um, and he said, yeah, that's so true. I like the things where I like the teachers more. I'm like, yeah. So I think it's, it's not necessarily the content. Sometimes there's things we have to learn 
Sometimes there's things we really want to know more about, but the delivery is fundamental. I had a teacher in year nine who was teaching history, which wasn't my favorite subject, but he'd do things like climb up on the table and um, sing karaoke and do all kinds of crazy things. And I loved history for that reason. Oh, wow. So I don't know, I think it's about the delivery more than the content. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And also I think for me personally, I liked when things could be told as a story more than, yeah, abstract. I think it's the people, the educators that stick in my mind for certain courses or for certain, yeah, and the way that they engaged and presented was what probably sticks out for me and helps me retain the content. Yeah, and I think how enthusiastic they can be as well, yeah. Yeah, I would say the teachers and how passionate they are about the topic they're teaching about, I think that can be infectious and, yeah, really drives you to want to learn more about what they're passionate about. Yeah. Yeah, I think the most memorable things are where we get out of the classroom and we get to do something like hands-on and practical. So, like looking back on high, like on my high school experience, um, the most memorable thing for me was when I got to go on a ski trip in PE, and that was memorable because it was more like hands-on. You're learning everything, but you're also really like active and outside the classroom yeah. um, rather than in front of a textbook. And I think similar in uni, things that are like in placement in hospital rather than like sitting in front of a lecture, like in front of a lecturer. Um, those are the most memorable, yeah. memorable parts. Yeah. Perfect. Does anyone else have a memorable moment? I don't always necessarily remember exactly what I learnt, but like maybe who taught it to me and the, um, I guess, more kind of inspiration and uh, more like non-tangible skills. So, yeah. yeah. Good. Great. Can you tell us just from the showcase today, because you guys have spent some time here, what was the area that you liked the most and why? I'm a bit biased because I use the platforms on the learn.rch.org.au yep. as well for providing um, gender-affirming healthcare to adolescents and gender, uh, trans and gender diverse teens uh, as well. And I love the escape room Good. as well. Yep. Cool. Uh, was there anything um, that you learned today about the Education Hub that you didn't know before? Yeah, I um, didn't realise how much we offered for people external to the RCH and that anyone can make an account on the um, learn.rch platform uh, and that there's lots of, you know, GPs and external healthcare providers who are accessing our learning resources. Um, yeah, that was something new to me. I only really engaged previously with the inter internal teaching. Mm. And the VR um, capabilities are really cool as well. Uh, something to look into. Yeah, it's quite a new thing for us as well. Uh, and so we're kind of looking at all the possibilities uh, with that, which kind of leads me into my next question. Can you think of any topics um, that might be specific that you think that we could use in either of our shows moving forward? Yeah, I was aware of both podcasts, subscribe to both the podcasts. They cover like a really wide range of topics, which is really good. Um, I think the ones that I found the most useful have been um, the ones around uh, common issues that multiple disciplines need to address so the pain ones to me I found really helpful but um yeah thing common symptoms that a lot of different people need to look into anyone else think about the topics off the top of their head <laughs> I guess if, if you're um targeting different disciplines even from a medical student perspective talking about the entering the pathway talking about the exams that are required what you should be doing in preparation of trying to get into the program yeah I guess trying to tailor it to the vested interests of each group. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Anything about the Education Hub that you have learned today that you didn't know before? Yeah, um, a lot, that they can actually support us to provide education to um, community teams and things like that, because we do a fair bit of that. So yeah. it's nice to know that there's someone there that can help us to do that, which yeah. I didn't know. 
food? I don't think I knew about the online intranet courses. I knew about the Peds Academy. Yeah. Um, and also, I think like our conversations around creating um, interdisciplinary education opportunities with team building, like the escape room, might be a great opportunity for our team to do some different type of activities. So I think I'll definitely take that with me. Yeah. Where are you? <laughs> Um, I suppose some of the um, online methods of education with what Boston's been doing lately, um, I wasn't aware of at all. So it's nice to see what else is happening around the world with online education. Especially like with TikTok being a form of, yeah. <laughs> of education for parents. Yeah. So that's shocking, but <laughs> yeah. it is quite shocking. Are there any kind of things that you'd like to see the education have working on in the future? Um, I think a reflection from today, like having team members from, you know, medical and medical students, as well as like allied health and nursing staff, I think seeing the direction um, being much more multidisciplinary, I think I can kind of see some of the ways that education team is working towards that. But I think that's something that would be really good to continue to expand on. Yeah. Um, and clearly they're not afraid of technology and um, kind of getting onto the, yeah, kind of cutting edge of what resources we've got available to us. So I think continuing in both of those directions is, is really, really valuable. Yeah. Um, I think as well, having protected privileged teaching time is mm. vital in terms of allowing us to come off of the wards and engage in that teaching as much as we want to. I think that's a really um, a vital part of what the education uh, hub provides is that privileged teaching time that we're able to take ourselves out, be like hand the pager over or anything over and then engage in teaching fully yeah. is, um, is vital. And yeah. It does that really well. The Education Hub has really taken off in the last two to three years. I think it's been almost three years. I think we as clinicians at the bedside need to take opportunity to use what you're offering to deliver that great care and find innovative new ways to deliver education that's accessible and dynamic and interactive to a larger group of healthcare professionals. So I think it's more I think the Ed Hub is doing a great job. I think it's the clinicians that need to come to you to utilize what you're doing. I would love to have a conversation about like moving into specialty areas for professional development. So obviously our area is intensive care and I think like getting it out there, how you develop skills, what skills are important as entry level um, healthcare practitioners moving into intensive care and the different streams and how you can advance your skills and assessment and give great care. Yeah. So I'm really biased. So kind that. of in, uh, it's like, like an advanced guest. practice type yeah, situation yeah. as to how yeah. do we, how do you get involved? Like you're a, you're a new graduate, you've been out for a year or two. Uh, you're kind of thinking, what do I do with my career now? These are the options that are available. And yeah. Where to look and how do you Definitely. look and stuff like that. And so. like even each specialty, because nursing, like I could speak to nursing on multiple levels, but each discipline has so many different specialties that you can go into. So if you had a medical and a nursing and an allied health, so what's the development pathway if you wanted to do education, if you wanted to do clinical nurse specialist, if you wanted to do yeah, yeah, research. Yeah. Personally, I want to see the education hub keep. Like I think you do it really well, but obviously my bias is allied health and we want to see that allied health keep we keep um, being promoted as equally as medical and nursing in, in all forms of education. And um, yeah, absolutely. So I think it's allied health promotion that's really important. And the Education Hub have been really good to collaborate with in that respect, but that's always going to be my, at the top of my agenda, I think. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. I'm allied health as well, obviously, but I think 
lots of the work we do with patients and services outside of big centres is, in my department, a lot of it's allied health driven. Well, one of our nurses was speaking with one of the staff down there before about looking for the horse and not the zebra in, a, in terms of a medical setting so that the most obvious cause of something is usually the reason but in our area it's actually the most obscure right. thing that's usually the diagnosis and they talked about some you know giving people like maternal and child health nurses and GPs some more education on kind of maybe recognizing some of the zebras. Yeah. your favourite part about today? I think for myself, and I haven't been through it all yet, but I think just seeing all the past work that's been done through the Education Hub that maybe I wasn't really, didn't know about, like all the work of the fellows in the past. Yeah. Um, and just the diversity of stuff that's been achieved is great. Yep. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. I think just um, speaking with the staff here from the Education Hub and learning more about what they do, because I think I really didn't have any idea of the scope of it. Yeah. Yeah. Was there anything, like aside from that, was there anything else that you learned about the Education Hub today that you didn't actually know before? I think about the options that are available for collaboration with other teams. I think I didn't realise that, you know, if we as a team wanted to put something together that it may not be quite as difficult as we thought with the help of the Education Hub. Yeah. I think it's improving uh, knowledge and skills of staff in regional areas is a big one for me. What do you think? I just think if we can improve the capacity of all all our staff members, and we know that education is the way to achieve that, um, and then we, we work, it helps us work together and helps our outputs clinically as well as just I think our sense of um, achievement and also just maybe more fulfilment in our roles. Yeah. And that's a wrap today for the RCH Education Hub Showcase. Thanks to all those who popped by for a visit and congrats to those who won some magnificent prizes. If you'd like to learn about the Education Hub, go to education-hub.rch.org.au. And if you have any ideas for us to explore or want to get in contact with the Education Hub, drop us a line at education.hub.rch.org.au.